This is a People First Radio podcast. Jordan Reams is taking the stage to share a deeply personal story. For more than a year, Jordan has been learning and practicing his little brother Anthony's songs. Anthony passed away in 2021. He was a talented musician. On Friday, April 28th, Jordan will be sharing some of Anthony's music in The Sound is Lost, a show taking place at the Shaw Auditorium in Nanaimo. It tells the story of Anthony's journey with schizophrenia. Proceeds from the event will go to Island Crisis Care Society and the BC Schizophrenia Society. I met up with Jordan Reams at his childhood home to learn more. How are you feeling seven days away? Up and down, like the nerves are, sometimes the nerves are there, but then there's there's been a lot of positive uh, encouragement and ticket sales have slowly been going on. And um, I didn't realize this, but when people buy tickets, they have to actually enter their email in. So I get to see people's emails in as they purchase them. And I'm like, oh, that person bought tickets. Like, that's really cool. Like, I'm so ex- excited that they're coming. And then there's some names I don't know. And I'm like, oh, like, that's really cool. This person I don't know is going to come to a pretty special event that really means a lot to me. And I think that that's, uh, yeah, it's just exciting that way. So my wife is like, you're realizing there's a lot of support out there for this. And I was like, yeah, that's so I get a little nervous and then I get to kind of reflect back on support or play some music. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, now now I know what's up. So, yeah, mixed emotions. But uh I'm really excited. Was there a moment when you decided that this was a story that you wanted to share in in such a public way? So Anthony passed away on August 10th, uh, 2021. And I've always really liked his music. Like he he knew that he'd been making great music for 14, 15 years. And um, I could trick friends into thinking he was, they were listening to Jack Johnson or he'd be writing a playlist with people, even uh, from a soccer league standpoint, we actually had a couple of songs. Um, I run a soccer league and we actually had a couple of songs of his that would just go through a playlist and people wouldn't know, like they're just, they're great tunes. Like they're, they're really, they're fun. Some of them are upbeat, some of them are slower. So anyway, after he, uh, after he passed away, I guess, yeah, just a really wild experience to lose your brother. Um, when you kind of know what's coming too, but uh, yeah, he was struggling for a long time. But I guess after he passed away, I just caught this idea and uh, just it would be to tell a story through music. So yeah, wild. It was, it, it kind of, maybe just that was the seed that planted. And that as I kind of dove into more of his music on his computer, like he had had his main computer stolen just before he passed away. So I found it, I had his old computer, which had some songs I hadn't heard before. It was kind of like opening the vault. And I think going on that journey and listening to the lyrics in these songs, a few, like I said, a few of them I hadn't heard, but it just kind of started to point this direction. Like I need to do this for my brother. Like it just kind of tells a story and, and not just for my brother. I think it really captures people living with severe mental illness and schizophrenia is what Anthony had and what they're going through. Like, it's not like, like, yeah, he was, 21 years old can you imagine at 21 years old having things in your brain like like of just of these voices you know we it's hard it's, i don't even know if you could say necessarily voices but just these things that aren't normal and how do you interpret them or deal with them like i was trying to go to school and you know find like different like yeah go to parties and hang out with as many people as i could well i think he was really processing like what is happening in my life and what's reality what's not and writing about it through his music right up until he died. Like it's, yeah, really 
it's a cool story. It's a uh, and 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 beautiful yet sad. So sad at the same time. So, so you've actually learned a number of his songs to perform in the show. If I've got it right, correct. Yeah. So, um, without giving it all away, uh, the. I basically play my brother. Um, my wife's going to introduce it, and uh, then I'll. Yeah, we have this really. I, th- I think it's a really cool way of like introducing me, but I'm Anthony, and um, I basically play his songs. And uh, at a certain point, like, like some of his music turns into more of like a club beat, vibey tune that, like, where like yeah, like one of the songs is called "It's in My Head." Nobody knows. And then, well, sorry, it's called "In My Head," but. Yeah, it's in my head, nobody knows. And so these different tunes come on that really just show you his journey. Like, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm chained and I can't get out. And like, it's like, it's almost like the performance. If I had a really cool budget, I'd make it look like it's almost like you get to go into his brain and then he kind of talks about being in his brain and how things are going on around him and he can't control it. So, yeah. What was what was the process like of of learning these songs and going through this music? What was that like for you? Oof, it was emotional. Um, sometimes happy, sometimes really sad. Sometimes it's really hard to talk about. Uh, Are you a, a musician yourself? Uh, sure. Um, yeah, I, I got a heck of a lot better playing guitar in the last year and a half. Um, I. Uh, yeah, I'm. I just turned forty, so I guess when I was in my early twenties, I used to rock the odd pub once in a while. But uh, the really wild thing was Anthony was the musician of the family. He could rock. So, like, I grew up. I have. I'm from a family of five. Anthony was my youngest brother. Um, my sisters played the piano. I played the piano. My brother Brian uh, dabbled in like trombone and some stuff. But then Anthony, who really didn't end up with any formal music training, uh, could just pick up a guitar and just shred like he just he just had a rhythm he had everything like the few weeks before he died I think he picked up a violin and it was great as like faithfulness he just cranked out on the violin without we'd never seen him play the violin before and there he was ripping that so he had this definitely like this really cool musical connection and like I I wrote I guess I did have a CD way or an album way back when but my lyrics I'd just be like I'm sitting on the ground and trying to do my thing and like look at me you know like just really basic stuff for Anthony was like poetry wise it was amazing and I'm not a big poetry guy I definitely have become much more of one over the last year and a half like going oh yeah like oh he wrote that yeah like because I just probably would listen to it for the guitar music drums kind of thing and yeah um I definitely dove into his lyrics and went through them so did you get a chance often to, to chat with Anthony about his music yeah um he you know, I'm, I'm taking a 14-year journey and um, condensing it into, I guess, wherever, whichever direction we're going. But uh, yeah, like I, this one song that I'm going to play, it's called "One Day Crush," and uh, it's oh, it's a beautiful song. I, I love it. Um, but actually, in in the basement, um, I remember I have this memory of Anthony at 22 years old or something around those ages. Like, 18 years ago, it was 15 years ago, I don't remember, um, playing it for me in the basement. Cause like, dude, you play that song for me. Like, it is so good. And he's like, oh, he's like, it's really hard. And I was like, I know, but like, you gotta play it. And I, he played it for me. Like, that's probably the, I'm one of the few people that he probably played in a live audience for that way. Like he recorded it and um, some friends and people will have it on this album that he released. But uh, 
yeah, like I remember that. It was a long time ago, but as far as discussing music, like I'd like to think that there was a brief part of time where we lived at home together and like I was kind of writing my thing, he was doing his. I'd love to say that a few of the things I was doing influenced some of his music, but I can't really take credit for that. He was miles ahead of me and doing his thing too. And yeah, so we we definitely, I did get to tell him too way back when that like I'm really like, he, I'm blown away by what he does musically. And uh, yeah, he thanked me for that. We were talking earlier and, and you mentioned to me that there were maybe a couple of moments or things that helped you understand a little bit better about what Anthony was going through. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> that song one day crush it, it, it it's mainly like an inter- instrumental but he at the end he's like i'm going insane i'm losing my brain or like it's in my head nobody knows or like just a lot of things there's maybe we can get to the ending a little bit later but uh, i can give you the lyrics to that without hopefully crying but uh yeah he just lyrically like there's there's so many lines in that thing that in in this performance that just kind of show that there is so much deeper stuff going on that I don't think he could really explain. Um, like, you know, we ought to say, oh, schizophrenic people have voices in their head and that's the way it goes. And I think there's so much, there's so much more and it's so much like it's your own, it's your, it's how you perceive reality. And I, I don't think I could, I can't explain it, but to it, things have really helped me understand a little bit more just kind of listening to, listening to what he actually put through his music. I think that's where he described what was happening, but in a conversation, he probably couldn't have done it. And you mentioned before that in a conversation like this, you can't really condense 14 years of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are some of the things you most want people to know about that story? I guess like my brother was a good cat. Like he, he was a really peaceful guy. He didn't understand money, but he, give you money if you needed it that's just like that's that's how he was and it was demeanor now did it always look like that for him and the answer is no but he had a serious mental illness that changed his behavior it and you know you these are the people that you love but he was a different guy and and I think yeah I just uh like I miss him but parts of me don't miss him either because he he was really sick like he needed and he needed help and you know i'm not sure i'm going now with this but uh he yeah like he was he's a good cat and uh he was loved by his family he didn't have many friends i think if he was walking down the street you would misjudge him and be like that guy's kind of weird and i couldn't blame people for that but yeah he I think that's the, if there's something, there's a reason to do it, it's to, I said to my mom a few times, um, a lot of Anthony's stories all end in sad. Like they're, we don't have a lot of, hey, that's a, there's a happy one. And like, I have some memories that are happy, but over 14 years, there's not, there's not a lot of happiness. Um, there's some smiles, but a lot of them end in sad. And I think that the idea to the performance is like, it's still a sad story, but maybe it just, well, for me, selfishly, it just puts a smile on my face and helps me remember what my what my brother did, what he had created. So, and I know the the proceeds from the show they're going to well, what's happening to the proceeds from the show? Yeah, the any any proceeds from the show um, are going to go to the Island Crisis Care Society and the BC Schizophrenia Society. So, um, I've 
learned a lot more about the Island Crisis Care Society in like the last six months, not through this performance, but just uh, through uh, a church that my wife and I have started attending. And um, they're in the community trying to get people home, trying to get people roofs over people's heads or um, yeah, if you're in crisis, you can call them and they're trying to help. And the BC Schizophrenia Society, um, their main focus is just dealing with families with fa like, yeah, families with family members going through mental illness. And I think that that, uh, that's huge. Like my family, there's, there was seven of us and now we're six, but plus spouses and grad kids. And it's a, there was a lot of support for my brother, um, through all those people and, you know, fa other family members and community, like Anthony grew up here and knew a lot of people. So there was a community, but I couldn't imagine like you're a sister and you're the only, and trying to help your brother and you don't have other family members or aunt, uncle, mom, dad, whatever, whatever it is, like you're on your own trying to help somebody. And it's, I, I, I feel for you. I don't know how you could do it. Like I somehow my family did for a long time too, but uh, there was, at least there's people to talk to and bounce things off of and not that we were right very often but um at least the discussions were happening versus uh just trying to do it on your own so those are two two groups that i think um are trying and you know we can all we all try but uh, yeah it's it's tough so is there anything you wish you could let people know who who maybe haven't experienced any kind of mental illness in their family yeah, I think that's the deeper, that's the, that's the bigger picture to um, doing a performance like this, The Sound is Lost. Uh, like obviously I'm, I'm doing this, I think, for my, for my brother, but I think to the general community, mental health is such a hot word right now. Like I, I, and I think that's a good thing in many ways, but I also go, yeah, like you woke up and you're feeling sad today. Like that's, that's tough. I'm like, you wanna see somebody that feels sad, I'm like, Find someone with schizophrenia. Find someone with really bad bipolar disorder that that is really struggling. So find somebody like let's let's well umbrella and call it severe mental illness. I think this the sound is lost is is gonna it's gonna show that it's gonna it, it's gonna hopefully make you give you like make you more empathetic to somebody that you might write off or just walk by. And don't get me wrong, like I sometimes you see people that are living on the street or you're driving your car and you pass somebody and it's like oh what's going on with them like that's weird like how how awkward can it feel but like for a lot of people that's that's life and the reality doesn't like i have a brain that can think about how i pay my mortgage or how i feed my family or how i go to work every day and you know watching my brother go through it all like he couldn't do that he like i thought for a long time he'd be able to and i encouraged him to do it but uh he he in a lot of ways he just he couldn't and um yeah i think the the bigger picture there would just be you have to it, this is a way to see it this is a way to kind of experience it see how it affected a family and a week out is it is it still possible for folks to get tickets is there still space yeah yeah um the theater holds 200 people and we have about 130 tickets sold so there are um not that it needs to sell out or anything but there are definitely tickets available and that's through uh, they're through eventbrite.ca so the easiest way to find tickets is to go to um event just or google eventbrite and uh then if you find the eventbrite website just search the sound is lost and it's in nanaimo so it'll come up as an nanaimo event so have you thought about i guess once this show is over um what's what's next uh yeah uh 
Well, I have four kids under the age of eight, so um, I'm looking forward to actually probably putting this behind me for a little bit and just uh, spending some time being a dad, which is pretty neat. Um, there's been times where I've kind of had to hole up and work on this, and it, yeah, it doesn't always put you in the greatest of places. Actually, I shouldn't say that. It it just makes you appreciate a lot more what's around you and what, what I have in life, which is really cool. Um, yeah, I, I think there's some, maybe there's some things beyond, but uh, nothing, nothing in concrete yet. I think this is the, this is the mountain to climb and I get to get on the peak for maybe a day or two and just kind of enjoy that I climb the mountain and then, yeah. Well, I would imagine even, even besides like putting aside the emotional component, just learning a, a full night's performance worth of songs over the course of a year like that has to be a lot of work and time in and of itself, right? Yeah, like I could, I could play some guitar and now I can confidently play some guitar. Like it, uh, rhythms and uh, just different picking styles and all that. Like it took, it took quite a while to get to like where I was like, okay, like I'm actually like, oh, cool. I see how I did this. Okay, I can kind of put my, like I can figure out my fingers here and, and get it sorted. And that was pretty neat. So um, yeah, it took a lot of work. I, for years, I'd probably been more of a piano player myself. Um, I always played guitar, but yeah, I guess up until probably two years ago, I was playing a lot more piano just on my own for a hobby than uh, the guitar. So it's been really nice to get back into it. So. Are there any other, I don't know, maybe stories about Anthony you'd like to share or anything else you'd like to bring to the conversation today? Oh, sure, yeah. Um, the BC Schizophrenia Society, a number of years ago, um, they put out through Spotify how a person with schizophrenia um, listens to music. And, you know, being an older brother to Anthony, I was always like, oh, Anthony's going to be able to, you know, hopefully just get a job, like, uh, you know, work a few hours a week, you know, maybe not have like this high glamorous life, which so many people are trying to achieve today. But, uh, you know, he's going to be able to just have a small group of friends, cook for himself, live on his own and pay his rent and just like do his thing. Um, so I was always kind of approached like my brother, like, come on, Anth, you can do it. And like tried to be the coach to like get him, you know, just kind of get him motivated. Um, anyway, the Schizophrenia Society released this music. I got in a newsletter that this had come out and uh, I still remember I was driving North Island for work and uh, I put it on, I lasted 30 seconds. And 30 seconds of listening to it, you know, and again, someone that doesn't know, like or hasn't seen mental health, extreme mental health or lived it, might just be like, oh, it's just a, a voice coming on while you're listening to music. And I'm like, oh, it's so much more I could, I could think of conversations where my brother has turned on a dime where he's just kind of looked at me and all of a sudden is like, just didn't trust me anymore. Didn't, didn't have, like just as all of a sudden like, Jordan, like you're not, like basically I'm not his brother anymore. Like I can't believe you, like off he'd go. And it was from then on that like, it, just listening to that and having that small experience on my own was just like, oh man, like I've, where have I been for my bro? Like this, this is so much more than just me thinking that he needs, he's being lazy and can go to work. Like this is, there's so much more going on here. And then it really turned into like, just a well, brotherly relationship. Like how can I, how can I love you more? How can I just be there for you? Do you just, can we just sit together? Like, you know, why don't I, my, my wife would invite him over for Sundays for, for dinner. And I'm so glad she did that because he got to hang out with my kids and he, you know, stayed was in our lives for 
a really long time, like right up, basically right up till he died. My kids had a relation had a relationship with him, and um, yeah, it, it was. I think listening to something like that, or maybe coming to a performance like this, um, just might help you understand a little bit more, or might make us all just care just a fraction more. And I think that that's uh, that's important, especially in today's world. So, how would you like people listening to this to to remember your brother? After he died, at a girl, uh, she sent me a note about how she had laughed with Anthony so much in university. And uh, they, they basically, I don't think they did well in the class because they had just goofed off so much and didn't study and laughed. But her message was just that she had never uh, laughed so hard with my brother. And uh, my brother was that guy. Like that's that's the wild thing. Like this, there, there's a picture of him um, at a wedding, I think, with like three cousins, um, younger cousins behind him, just looking at, like looking up to him. He was six foot six. He's a tall, tall guy. And um, they're just looking at him like, what are we going to do next, Anthony? Like, like, what are we going to do next? And um, I think that's, that's how I, I tried to remember my brother. That's how I choose to. And, um, you know, a lot of people that knew him remember him up to that date and like that day or those days. And then there was still 14 years of life that that happened. That was like, yeah, we we walked the walk with him. We we tried, we cared, we watched everything happen. But uh, you know, he was still my bro. He he changed a lot, or and he was very different. But yeah, we still did have the odd smile, and you know, um, I, I remember him like that. And I think that that's yeah, from this concert, that's just it's just another thing. I think for me too, I get to when my kids are older, I'll. I get to show it to them and kind of go look like this is in our family. We were we're at more risk for for developing schizophrenia. It's it's the way it is. There's data on that. Um, and uh, yeah, your uncle your uncle had it, but he loved you very much. And if it ever happens to my kids, like I'll I'll love them too. So anything else you'd like to bring to the conversation today? I don't know. I I, I can I can tell stories and go on for a long time about. You know, I, I know everyone has their opinion around mental illness, but uh, I guess I just, if you are, if you are a person, if, you, if you're in a family or you know somebody that, that does have it, uh, I just encourage you to continue to treat and uh, treat, treat people like people treat, um, you know, we've, I guess we could go down the Jesus road here and just say, you know, you want to be nice to everybody. We don't, we don't need to judge people. They're. People are in different places in life and, uh, you know, severe mental illness and schizophrenia, it's, it's terrible. It's awful. I, uh, you know, it, it's, it, well, hopefully we can just continue to care for people and love them and meet people where they're at so that they just feel the love or just know. And I know Anthony knew that he, he was loved and, uh, yeah, that's a bit of a ranty rumbling thing for me and. I should be more polished maybe that way, but... Uh, no, not yeah. at all, not at all. Thank, thank you <laughs> yeah. so much for welcoming me in and, and break a leg next week. Thanks for having me and thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Jordan Reams will be performing The Sound is Lost this Friday, April 28th at the Shaw Auditorium in Nanaimo. Tickets are $20 with proceeds going to benefit Island Crisis Care Society and the BC Schizophrenia Society. You can buy tickets on Eventbrite. Look for the event using the search terms The Sound is Lost, Nanaimo. 
The following is information from the BC Schizophrenia Society. Schizophrenia is an illness that affects roughly one in every 100 people. People with schizophrenia can experience a variety of symptoms, including psychosis, a split from reality that can involve auditory and visual hallucinations. There is no cure for schizophrenia, but there are treatments and people with schizophrenia can and are able to have full and meaningful lives. The experience of schizophrenia is unique to each person, and as a result, each person's experience is unique. What might work well for one person may not work so well for another. You can learn more on the BC Schizophrenia Society's website at bcss.org. Here is Anthony Reams with his song, Time is Love.
People First Radio, People First Media, and People First Stories are community media projects of Vancouver Island Mental Health Society and are produced in Nanaimo, British Columbia. The opinions expressed do not necessarily represent the views of Vancouver Island Mental Health Society or its broadcast, podcast, and social media partners. 